This is a Bunker Boy production. Pick the weed, whip the edge, blow it out, fill it in, move on to the next. It's the Bunker Boy Show. It's the Bunker Boy Podcast. It's the Bunker Boy Podcast. Hello, and welcome to another episode. I'm Brad. I'm AJ Hooper. You didn't say your last name, bro. Come on. people. I don't don't want them to know. I don't want them to know. Well, listen to the previous episodes, peeps, because you'll know. You'll fucking (laughs) find out real quick. What's up, buddy? How you doing? I'm doing good, brother. I'm doing good. I'm coming off. How's it feel to be back in like your home setting for the podcast? You know, it feels it feels good. I feel comfortable. I feel like I got some sleep. The last episode we did in Vegas, I had no sleep. So, what do you what do you think we had total hours of sleep in that last episode? You had more than me. Okay, um, that doesn't that doesn't fucking answer my question. You had more than me, but you had more than me. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'd say I had four and forty eight hours, and you had that's well, straight bullshit, bro. There's no way you got two hours of sleep because you would have been a fucking zombie. You would have been fucking bloodshot eyes. Your head would have been your head would have been fucking throbbing with like pain. (laughs) (laughs) You would have been like, oh damn, I need sleep, bro. You can't tell when my head's throbbing, bro. (laughs) It moves. It's okay though. I I think total I had maybe 15 hours of sleep. Total I had in in four four days. I bet I had eight twelve. I think you had ten to twelve. 10 to 12 yeah but anyways how was your week buddy how was your week getting adjusted back to normal life shitty dude i when i got back i had i caught something i don't know what it was but you got that you got that atom yeah it was either the atom or a virus of some sort but i powered through it you know i worked through it i made some dollars so how you feeling today? You feeling good? Oh, you want to crack Dude. some in the mic? That sounded really good when you cracked that. <laughs> Dude, you don't got to do a vac. People are going to hate us. Sorry. Whatever. Um, but no, I felt I felt all right. It was I felt good. I got I got readjusted, you know. It took 4 days to get readjusted, but I'm back, you know. Sucks that we lose an hour of sleep tomorrow, but you know how it goes. That doesn't affect a person like me, bro. I'm built for that shit. I don't. Well, you sleep. You sleep on demand, anyways. You know, nobody's worried about your sleep. Whatever, dude. I think. I think the whole setting it setting it an hour forward and setting it an hour backwards is complete bullshit. I don't know why we have to mess with time at all. I don't. I'll I tell don't, you why. I'll tell you why. Because yeah, fucking spit. Because of depression. So <laughs> when. You walk outside and it's 5 p.m. and it's dark out. You're instantly feeling sad. No, I'm not because it's 5 p.m. What did you say? 5 p.m. or 5 a.m.? 5 p.m. 
Okay, I agree with you then. Sorry, you can keep going. So it's 5 p.m. You know, you just let's say you just got out of work at four or five. It's dark. Now you get out of work, and so it's dark. You go to work and it's dark. 6 a.m. It's dark. Think about that. If you work, six it's expected to, to be fucking dark early in the morning. Though. So you're only working out. You're only working when it's light out, and then you coat. You go home to whether you're alone or you got a wife and kids. Then it's dark. It's like that brings sadness. I don't care who you are, what you do. If you're coming home on your free time and it's always dark, it's gonna bring like a sense of sadness. It do, It is nice. In so the that's summertime. why we adjust the hours. It is nice in the summertime when it's lighter out around like seven and eight o'clock. It feels like you get more in your day, but why can't we just leave the time at that at summertime? Like, why do we have to move it's it? It's not all always the time? summertime. It's not our. Choice. I know it's not always summertime. It's but the this... orbit. It's the orbit of the sun and the moon and the earth and everything. We should just leave the time where it's at. Is all I'm saying. But I, I would be saying the same shit if I knew if if this was flat earth, you a flat earther. Yeah, it just ends. bro. You, <laughs> oh, you, yeah. you can just walk right off. I'm fucking yeah. straight with it. You're not no flat earth. I saw on the plane, bro. It's just there's no curve. There's no curve to that earth. It's just straight, flat and boring. Like you eventually the water in the ocean just fucking water falls off. It just takes you think. It just takes a fucking 90 degree down and it's like, oh, where, where's the earth go? And then Do you think, of course, I don't fucking think, bro. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't think that that's fucking real in any extent of anything. There's no way there's obviously a round fucking globe that we're sitting on. And it's, I don't like to think too much about that. It doesn't make sense to me. I don't get how anything works in that sense, but I'm going to get into how my week was because after being in Vegas Monday through Wednesday at work, all I could think about is fuck. I should be sitting at a table right now. I should be getting my money back. I should be mm. doubling down on a fucking a, a 10 and an ACE. I should be doing. No, no, don't even say stop posing. You're a roulette player. You don't play blackjack. <sighs> I played about half and half, maybe maybe 60-40 roulette, but I still am in that mindset of like walking down from my room and fucking just going right to a table with a coffee and just not even a table, even just a machine, you know? Exactly. And just and just put my money in. Mm. But also I took my final this morning for my electrical class. Mm, how'd that go? Your boy got a 73, okay. which, which whatever. I'm not trying to be a fucking star studded student, dude. I'm trying to just pass and move on to the next year. So year three, that's two year three is upon us. And, uh, you got to get through year one, bro. If you need help, you can just, you can, I'm a phone call. I'm a text away. If you need help, like, Oh, how do you, uh, how do you wire a receptacle? No. I'm right here, bro. You want to know why I won't do that? Cause I'll just ask the guy next to me. Sometimes they're assholes, bro. And they treat you like you're a fucking retard. Hey, so. Then I'll wire it wrong and I'll burn the bitch down. Nah. Well, you know, I'm petty. I'm petty. If that happens it happens then whatever i'm petty dude it's gonna happen 
But also, there's something else that's in my future. Do you want to know? Do you want to know? Kind of not really. Nothing super extreme. Nothing like having a baby or getting married. Too bright. Exactly. That (laughs) I am about to adopt a dog from a shelter, bro. I'm about to take on that responsibility and adopt a dog. What do you think about that? What kind of dog? It's a hound mix, but it looks it looks like a good dog. It's it's five years old. It's just chilling in a shelter right now. You're getting now. one that's already five years old. I want to just I want to give it a good life for the rest uh, of its life. You know, I'm trying to help it out. I don't want to get a brand new dog yet. I don't need no, it. No, no, that's respectable. It's just. That's sad. You're going to watch that thing die. You know what's sad is the fucking dog sitting in the shelter looking at a cage the whole time. Having having multiple fucking people come in every day saying, oh, that dog looks cool. But then leaving and saying, oh, we want to get a different one. Hey, that's like the respectable thing about it, you know? Nah, dude. You just pissed me off. That just pissed me (laughs) off, bro. You got to understand what you're doing, though, you know? I'm trying to give a dog a good life for the rest of its fucking life. And I know you are, but, like, do you know what you're doing to yourself? Yeah, I'm putting on a lot of fucking weight on these shoulders right. and you're adding connect- responsibility. You're, you're connecting but that's- yourself to that dog for, what, seven years, and then you're watching it go out. Like, That's all I need. And right. then I'll get – by that time, I'll probably have a fucking set of triplets, and I'll get a new dog for him, bro. Who hey, knows? So you're saying you're going to be fucking – Dude – Maybe who knows, but you're saying you're gonna be fucking. I'm saying I want to have a dog just to have a dog. I want to be able to take care of it, I want to train it, I want to put that responsibility on my shoulders because I think I'm ready. But you're a dog, bro. Woof, yeah, I'm a fucking dog. Uh, dude. That's too no, nah, I'm done. <laughs> Don't do that. All right, all right, uh, dude, what are you wearing right now? Shout them out. Be- shout them out because they're going to be throwing our t-shirts on their shelves. Tuckerman's, um, Adam Hooper's restaurant. We How's that make- fit? How's that fitting? Is it making it's that chest? It looks like it's making that chest pop out. It's bulging. There you, know you go. what I'm saying, dude? Flex it a little. You know what I'm saying? Be careful. Don't flex it too much. You might rip through that. And then the fucking, this ad we're doing right now for Tuckerman's might go out the window because their shirts might be shit. Who knows? Well, that's why they just buy ours. Exactly. No two for one. None of that shit in the last podcast. Those those things are gonna fly off the shelves, dude. Um, let me do a let me do a taste test really quick for the fans. This is Bud Light next. Yeah. So we've been we've been kind of hinting at doing this one, and I'm glad we haven't taste Here, tested this. I'm glad up. I'm glad you're up. just the one doing this. Cheers. You know what it tastes like? Is that your honest first taste of that beer? Or have you tried it before? My honest first taste. Okay. What's it taste like? Nothing. It tastes like sparkling water. And does that make you happy or sad? doesn't make me feel too good. It honestly doesn't taste the greatest. But Do you, do you, think, there, do you think Bud Light is kind of simping out in a way like they're trying to appeal to other people like no, I, I think bud light's trying to hit a lick with that i mean with people with the bad bladders and the bad livers 
obviously go to that. Like, it's going to be really good for that. I'm a young guy. I don't need that. I'm trying to destroy mine. Therefore, I just take the normal Bud Light. What would you say your liver's at? Like a 90% right now? My liver's at probably 59, 62. Dude, there's no fucking way. You there's haven't drank hey, that there's much. A way. There's a no, way. there ain't no way. You, you haven't can, had you that can much. Get it. You can get it from other ways of drinking. Does your liver regenerate if you start drinking sparkling water beer like that or no 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 your liver so, your liver can be affected by many many things okay okay well sorry for sorry for questioning i i didn't know i didn't know that it was affected <laughs> by so much <laughs> but you didn't give us you didn't give me the review out of a 10 what would you what would you give that like nxt that- Depends on how I'm feeling. I'd say um, if I'm just working on a car when I'm older and I'm just trying to get hammered, I'd give that shit a 9.5. You know, that's water. That's that's hydration. I don't want to hear what you give it when you're fucking 70 okay, so- working on your shitty fucking <laughs> Ford F-150. I don't know when what. When I'm 23, when I'm 23 looking at your ugly looking mug, I'd say. That was uncalled for, but keep going. I'd say it's a, uh, it's a, it's a. Seven nine eight one, dude. I don't trust you. Listen, people listening to this podcast, <laughs> there's no way that that's a seven nine eight one. It's whatever a the seven, fuck, seven nine eight one. Whatever he just said is bullshit. I've heard other things about the Bud Light NXT, and I've heard that it's complete dog shit, and that Did you should you not really? waste. Yeah, I've heard that you should not waste your time Who'd drinking you that. that from? Probably people on YouTube, but <laughs> <laughs> people that I don't even know. But what I do know is Hollerhead whiskey is really good, and you should go hey. out and buy yourselves a bottle of Hollerhead whiskey. Hey, buddy, I can respect that. I can <laughs> respect that. That was a good one. That was a good one. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm glad that we had a little uh, liquor slash beer review on this one because we haven't done that in a while. O- and I over, do, overall, I do review. miss it. I miss it, but we'll, we'll get it going next week. But overall review of the Vegas trip before we get into our guest, what do you think? I thought it was perfect time in like my life. I don't know about your life. I thought it was needed. I thought that being there just felt nostalgic. Like every time you just land in Vegas, you know what's about to happen. Yeah. You know, you're going to have a great time you know that you probably will lose money. And a wise man once told me that you should never go to Vegas expecting to win money. You should just go there to have a good time. So that's what I kind of, I mean, I didn't lose as much money as my counterpart here, but, (laughs) but I still lost. And I don't know. It's just a blast going to a UFC fight. Did we lose or did we win? I no, like I, I, I don't look at it as a lose at all. I don't even think about that money. That money was that money was meant to go, you know? That money was meant to be spent on the trip that we were going on. So mm. right. I had a great time. I know that it'll make long-lasting memories, and I just look forward to the next one. So, All right, who's our guest today? All right, ladies and gentlemen. Our next guest on the Bunker Boys podcast 
some of them are old friends and some of them are new faces that we have not yet had the, the pleasure to meet up until now. So we hope you enjoy. We are joined by Matt, Brendan, David, and Zach from the band Driving Dawn. Welcome, boys. Hey, guys. How's it going? Good. Good. Boys, how you guys doing? Oh, doing great, great man. Yeah. How are you? Doing good, man. I'm feeling good. I'm happy good. to see you guys, your guys' faces right now. This is awesome. Yeah, you um, too. I, I... <laughs> um, uh, but I just want to ask you guys, Driving Don, how'd you guys come up with that name and how'd you guys kind of all link together? So the name kind of came from Matt and I taking a trip over to Home Depot and going through the paint samples. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever looked at the, the names, but there's some cool... Th- cool names on there light burst and neon blue cow and... i think there was one that was like lizard split or something <laughs> like that split. Yeah. really so we just we grabbed like you know a bunch of them and kind of like threw them together in a pot and we just started throwing names together and then that i guess it just kind of struck the idea of driving dawn dude that's dude. fucking sick so that's what, a, that's what, a color, what, what color was driving dawn and well, well that Driving Dawn wasn't a color. That was just kind of like what created from the mashup. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Because, yeah, but didn't we, uh, I mean, <laughs> I it kind of has to do with like staying up late at nights and stuff. Yeah, you know. Driving you go... into the dawn. We were oh, like, oh, that I was like a that. long night. So kind of like. Yeah. Party all night. You know, yeah. Like next morning is kind of our thing, I guess. Yeah, you just stay driving and all of a sudden it's dawn. I like that. <laughs> I like that, yeah. dude. That is yeah. clever shit. I respect that. <laughs> <laughs> I got a question for you boys. How long have, uh, I guess individually, have you guys been playing music? I guess you guys can take turns saying. Uh, well, I've been playing since I was uh, about 10 years old. About 13 years now, I started playing guitar. And uh, wow. that's when, Matt. I mean, I've known Matt pretty much my whole life. And, it's kind of funny because our teachers actually used to be in a band together back in the day. So like I started, you know, taking, I took guitar lessons for five years and found out he was taking lessons and his teacher, you know, they linked up a long time ago. Yeah. Kind I mean, cool. so what, it was probably with ages of shit. I don't know. Eight, nine. Well, if I started playing at 10, it was probably more like 12. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was around there, but <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> at it like 12 10 10 years how long have you been playing drums for i guess yeah i mean i think i was at like eight or something and picked i guess i had a beat somehow so yeah right on so just to get it clear zach's electric guitar slash singer um what's your name again Brendan, so there's two Brendans. Sorry, the audio, <laughs> yeah. the audio kind of keeps going in and out, so it's hard to really. Oh, sorry, is it? How's it sounding now? Zach, you're my. Zach sound sounds good. fucking pristine <laughs> out of solid, everyone else's. It is it solid here? Yeah, yeah, yours is also solid. All right, how's mine? Good. Yours is good. <laughs> Just keep it close to your mouth and talking, I guess. <laughs> yeah. All right. So you're the drummer. Brennan's the bass. Are you the bass guitarist, Brennan? 
Yes, sir. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. And then, what's your part? Man, we didn't get that one. Yeah, you got to. Everyone's got to speak into Zach's mic or something because <laughs> Zach's mic is pristine, dude. You guys need to turn yours up, maybe. I'll go turn David's up. I think I don't even know if his is plugged in. Yeah. No worries. <laughs> no worries. While while he's while he's fixing the audio, I got another question for you. Maybe Zach can share the mic or whatever. But going into like writing a song or creating an album, how what's kind of your your structure of doing that i guess how do you how do you get that and make that if that makes sense yeah no so um yeah i mean like as far as writing a song it's uh it's you know it's something you feel so you know i might just be sitting there one day because i mean i always have like it's like a melody in the back of my head like i'm i'm sitting here talking to you now but i, I still have you know i have like a sound running through the back of my head so if i hear something that's kind of like you know, kind of moves you. I'll grab the guitar and try to try to get it out. You know, or it might be lyrics I hear or a drum beat. Yeah. And then, you know, I'll bring it to these guys or however. It yeah. Goes, I mean, one or the other. We just try to flush it out. And instruments are almost like just like those thoughts you can't get out that feeling. And it's almost like you know you just you finally can just do what you want to do. You play it without thinking. Yeah. And you know, he comes up with some cool stuff. Brandon's coming up with some cool stuff and it just works really well. And I'll just jump on that drum set and find something that connects and it's start, start cool. banging those drums. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, I got plenty of them. I mean, yeah. I, climb, I, if I need a better view of the, the stadium, I just climb up on my drum rack. I mean, it's like Fuck a ladder. Yeah. But, yeah. uh, but it's cool when we're all making music because like we all i mean in a way there's like this connection between us all and i mean even like transitions and fills it just we'll just be playing freely and it just snaps together and then we go from there we'll either like we have all the recording stuff here and we'll record it go through it be like oh let's break this down a little more let's figure this out let's lock this in and we have a lot of just time doing all that no it's right on i mean it, it looks it looks like you guys got a pretty nice fucking yeah, studio like, set up looks like you so. guys got it going on baby <laughs> yeah we put a lot of time into this place no dude years. that's sick yep. like that's the thing i respect the most is that you guys are just you're jumping you're going all in you know yeah you're doing the damn thing it's the only way to do it no that, plan b right that's right no that's, dude it's called commitment no. man commitment's right. the biggest thing yes sir that, it is. that's what it's all about but no, you're almost getting me going because I'm feeling that chemistry of just like rocking out, you know, <laughs> linking the yeah. melody to the words to the. Mm. So you guys start off with just a melody and you guys just try to link it all together. Maybe have like Zach riff off Brendan. Just riff yeah, off you, each other. Yeah, you know, I might I might bring a riff to these guys and be like, hey, you know, check this out. And Matt will just start fucking pounding away. Brendan mm. some groove and then David will fucking start strumming some shit. And it just kind of like it flows, you know, like that chemistry that we got yeah it's, just, you know, dude, it's all about feel, feel. yeah, yeah really i feel, feel it more than you think it so honestly yeah. it's like a musician's eye or something it's yeah just... it's like i don't even know how to explain it it's like you channel it in from somewhere else i don't know where it comes from but yeah man that's just a vibe you guys are just vibing yeah. out that that's awesome i mean when it comes to like performing how many times have you guys like performed and like what's the biggest crowd you performed for yeah you guys like booking <laughs> gigs or anything or yeah, so it's kind of funny the way we started gigging out together because um, I mean, 
so like as as gigging out together you know we were just kind of practicing in one of our friends garage there and the lady that was there her boyfriend's in a motorcycle club mm. so they wanted a band like you guys want to gig it's like a week we had like a week to get you know a whole set list cranked out so we're like yeah you know we'll go for it and it's kind of flying by the seat of our pants since then at the yeah gig, it's cool. so you know, when you're creating a set list, are you guys doing just all your music? Or are you also throwing in some like oldies, like some goodies, you know, like are you guys playing other other people's music or is it just straight up your music? Yeah, we we throw covers in there. You know, there's always the crowd pleasers that that gets yeah. people going. But when we when we do covers, we try to hit covers that fit our vibe. So, for, you know, for like what make it your style. For. Yeah. 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 You know, like we don't want to play it note for note by the book. How that's their music. We're not going to do that. We're going to, you know, put our own little twist on it. That's awesome. And, yeah. And then depending on the crowd, too, that's still another thing. We kind of have a little variation in there. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and as far as so you asked about what's the biggest crowd we played, I guess we got we got the offer to play this uh, this bike ride. It's called the Dyson ride. And it's this really cool charity event they do uh, for the look twice, save a life. You know, I'm sure you've probably seen those. Oh, yeah signs on the side of the road and whatnot oh yeah but uh they do a really cool thing where you know anyone that's lost a loved one over the past year they they pick somebody and they they give all these donations to that family to help them out so it's it's really a, a cool thing that they do just look you know looking out for one of another and but we got the opportunity to play play that show last year and uh, i was told that there was about 300 bikes there and each had about two people on so i mean do the math with that that's and, a that's a good size show right there yeah i mean it was it was cool um so yeah no i mean yeah i'd see no that's probably one of the better ones that, that we've oh, done yeah. so far yeah we played for a lot of bikers so so before we're stepping out there performing are, are we getting hammered or what uh, getting a little loose, you know, yeah, like we, we loosen up a little bit. I yeah. would have to, dude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm nervous just thinking about that. <laughs> Damn. Usually the first song or so, the butterflies start to go away and the adrenaline kicks in. Oh yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. Um. So what do you guys play? All kind of genres of music, or is it just tailored to like? Are you guys just sticking to one thing? Do you guys kind of go out outside the box or? Well, like, would you rock. guys would you guys play any country songs or would would Zach get up there and start spitting some fucking some rap lines on some beats or anything? <laughs> I, I don't know. If I'd, I don't know if I start rapping in front of people. Maybe if we were just fucking off. But, <laughs> I mean, it's all, you know, like back to uh, just playing by ourselves before we all came together. Just, you know, like, yeah, I used to be in country and stuff like that. And, you know, it takes all sorts of styles mixed together in blues and stuff, you know, but we, when we lock in together, it's the rock and roll, which kind of, mm. you know, you get that blues in there and then you kind of sprinkle some country on there Yeah. and stuff you hear nowadays, there might be a little like hip hop and stuff in there. I think we, you know, we experiment a lot, I guess is what I'm trying to say. That's yeah, good you though, know, dude. We dip, we dip our toes in a little bit of everything. So how long, how long you guys been running for? Uh, as driving dawn as a band we've been about a year now we started started last year yeah that's when you start warming up right there dude that's when you guys start showing the true colors mixing it together getting oh, yeah. in the groove too <laughs> um, so go for it b what you got 
I was just going to ask, you guys got a new album or something, right? You guys are working on? Yeah, yeah. We're uh, burning the midnight oil on a new album. Burning the midnight We got. <laughs> ah, we dude. We can't probably tell too much about it yet, but. Uh, There's a little you know. cowbell in there. I'll say that. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's that's my oh, instrument. Ding, ding. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I, I'm the triangle, dude. Yeah. 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 We actually just went and saw Slash and Miles Kennedy play oh, really? uh, over yeah. at the Fillmore. That was fucking In Detroit, dope. Fillmore in Detroit. It was pretty oh, awesome. Hey, they came there? Yeah, yeah, dude. It was like last minute. They put it in the tour date, and we were like, it was like last minute. We're like, oh, we have to go. And I think, what was it, like five minutes? Yeah, yeah. we had yeah. five minutes to buy the tickets. By wow. The oh, damn. Oh, that's God. sick, though, dude. Yeah. How was that? Yeah, was that just a gnarly show or what? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was fucking yeah. dope. I mean, I Slash is like my favorite guitar player, so oh, getting yeah. to see him that close was like, and you know they love playing those venues where they're toe to toe with the audience. Like the stadiums mm. and stuff are cool, but like most no, of the it guys, feels, it feels more intimate that way, you know. Yeah, it feels well, nice. You're engaged with everybody. The Fillmore yeah, is like exactly. an iconic like stage to like perform right. on. Any of the oh, Fillmore's, awesome yeah, it's stage. beautiful in there. All the marble and all the yeah, yeah the architecture and everything. Yep. Super rock and roll. It's so cool. So you guys seem pretty tight knit. Is there any like you guys ever have any creative differences? Like someone doesn't like something that Every the other day. person. <laughs> yeah, we we got a set of boxing gloves we keep for. Uh... Oh, nice, <laughs> nice. Yeah, baby. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I mean, we have our differences, but we always hear each other out. You know. That's 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 right. That's the most important part. Yeah. Yeah, respect yeah. goes a long way. That's, yeah. that's right, dude. Exactly. Um, so what, what's you guys' go-to beverage? What are you guys mixing up? I I like to stick with the Jack Daniels, but I'll I'll dip my yeah. clothes into some tequila and stuff every Yeah, morning. Zach, you look like a Jack Daniels guy, dude. Oh, <laughs> well, I can play guitar when I'm drinking Jack. I don't know what it is about vodka and all that shit, but it fucks me up too much. It, it does, uh, dude. Sometimes you get yeah. a little flavor in there too. That'll mess you all up. Dude. Yeah, I don't do much of the sugars. Yeah, stuff. I yeah. just go on like splurges. I just go, <laughs> I go through the circle of like every brand and I just circle it. But I do it like seasonal. So like, you know, it's like a little tequila, a little, little vodka, a little seltzers, a little twisted tea, little, you know, beer, a little Krona extra here in the summer. And then from there, you, you kind of go back to the beer or just yeah. watered sometimes but uh beer is just watered yeah basically yeah, yeah. right no, yeah honestly, speaking of speaking of beer is just water brad just bought that new bud light nxt oh, which yeah. is yeah. which is essentially like you're drinking beer flavored water it's on, i don't honestly it's, oh, i'll man. give you my i'll give you my official rating it's trash don't buy it, <laughs> <laughs> it okay. tastes like sparkling water <laughs> Yeah, no, but yeah, <laughs> whiskey is definitely my go-to. I know Brad likes whiskey, so. What, what about Brennan and David? My, I've been on a big Jack Honey kick lately. Jack, mm. oh, you like the honey, huh? Mm. Yeah. Getting down <laughs> with the honey. Yeah, just some whiskey. All right, all right. Um, right on. What do you got, AJ? What else you got before we go to the current event? Uh, I don't know. I, I guess is there someone in your guys's group that usually puts out more like 
how do I want to say this? Who usually writes like the lyrics for the song? Is that kind of a collaborative process too? Or is it, can you guys yeah, hear me? Um, we good? Yeah. yeah all right, cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, as far as lyrics go, that's uh, that's kind of something we collaborate on or, um, you know, usually we'll write the song because, I mean, I'm not a lead vocalist. I'm a, I'm a, I tell everybody I'm a guitar player that can sing. I'm not a singer that can play guitar. Uh, so, yeah, that was you know, impression. we're still looking for like that person to fill that, you know, like spot as a lead singer. We, you know, we want like a Steven Tyler to come in here. And oh yeah. <laughs> hopefully maybe be able to do some cool shit, but yeah. So as far as lyrics go, like, uh, you know, we might go home and like something might strike us and, you know, we'll jot down like, Hey, you know, check this out. And like, so we have some lyrics down and, but uh, yeah, you know, Right on. Brennan does a lot of songwriting and so does Matt and David's pretty new to the group. So we're still feeling him out and all that, but that's pretty much where we dance with. Yeah. With feeling David out, baby. I like it. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess that's, that's all I have for questions. So if you're, if you're all set, we could maybe go into current events or whatever. Yeah. Well, let me ask one more question before we go to the current events. What's your guys' motto? How do you guys stay positive? You know, you guys, you guys seem like you got a good vibe to you. You got some uplifting spirits. Tell me what you're telling yourself every day when shit gets hard. Uh, don't be a bitch. No. <laughs> um, no, something I always try to stay true to is like there's a reason a lot of things happen. And it's you sit back and if you, if you think real deep about it, I guess sometimes you know what I mean. But uh, you can, uh, you know, you kind of see like pieces of the puzzle coming together. You know, like the fact that back in the day matt and i used to jam before i even knew brennan or david and uh that, you know brennan and i had our moment where we were playing together and david i'm through where i'm working currently right now working the day job well night but uh <laughs> and uh he was at, you know like he was gonna go to our second shift and like for whatever reason his name got left off the list if that would have happened i wouldn't even known that he played guitar so this we wouldn't even be here right now really yeah, you just, you know, you got to have faith. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. Things all work out in the fucking bestest of ways if you just be patient and you you hold true to yourselves. But I guess I want to put it out there, too. If you if anyone listening to this has that Steven Tyler-esque kind of voice and they want to join <laughs> Driving Dawn, they're looking for a fucking a nice lead singer because Zach's just trying to shred, bro. He, you he know who they sing, need, but... bro? You know who they need? <laughs> yeah. Who they, do they need, need Jordan Westcott. Dude, I dude. Who's uh, that? <laughs> we, yeah, if you if you dude? watch if you watch, I think it's episode twelve or thirteen. We have Jordan Westcott on. He's a great musician. Yeah, great he voice. He's got a raspy kind of voice. Yeah. But he does a lot of rock stuff. He likes uh, disco. He, he, <laughs> yeah. he he's a good mesh, you know what I'm He's got a variety of preferences, so and he, he might lives be able in that area. In. Yeah. Oh, Oh, really? Um, I caught that. Oh, you did? Oh, nice, dude. Nice, dude. Appreciate it. He's on it. Uh oh. I don't know what just happened. Oh, we're going to be showing you guys some stuff. Oh. I know you guys are. I know you guys are. You guys are sitting far back. You might not be able to see any of this. We'll we'll read them all off to you. All right, AJ, go ahead. All right, so I don't know if you guys follow any of the stuff in the NFL, but this uh, 
Atlanta, Atlanta Falcons wide receiver Calvin Ridley was betting on more NFL games than initially revealed. So you guys hear about this? Um, no. no. <laughs> Essentially, if you're part if you're part of like a big sports organization, I believe it's in your contract to not be able to bet on games because then obviously if you were betting on the other team to win, you could throw the game like you could just purposely fucking drop passes or throw duds or just get tackled but yeah he got he got caught but he got caught while he was i believe he was injured he was sidelined he wasn't he wasn't playing so he was just betting on games trying to have fun in that sense but this article says according to documents obtained the Falcons wide out bet more than $3,900 on six separate wagers that included Falcons games. So he was betting on his own games. That's like cost my drum set. <laughs> <laughs> How much your drum set cost? Uh, that's oh, all God, I there say. we go. That's I'm going to go grab say. another drink. First. I don't know. Uh, I don't know if we're going to get into that. It's not really politics at all. I I don't know if you want the rundown. I mean, it can. I mean, uh, well, do you do you buy started... do you buy it all separate? Like you buy the snare? Do you buy all separate pieces? That, yeah, that's not the way you do it, but that is the way I did it. It's kind of like okay. there's like I don't know what that song goes like. I heard a long time ago, but it's about this guy that works at a factory, and he like. It's like it's a country song. He like takes like pieces from the factory and he eventually builds his own car with it. But it's yeah. Like, anyways, yeah. it's basically what it was. I mean, you buy yeah, you buy a yeah, giant cash shit. But uh, <laughs> that's just, good, dude. Buy buy a drum at a time. If you go through the like all our social media, you can if you look at it closely, you can see it's like blue and then it's blue and red, and then it's blue, red, and white, and then you got all this stuff going on. But. <laughs> Yeah, um, half of it was I was on Marketplace. Zach found it. This guy has had this drum set in his shed that he didn't open up for three years. He bought the house, and he's like, yeah, man, I'm just trying to get rid of this drum set. I'm like, all right, well, I'll pick it up for free. He had, like, a squirrel's nest in it and stuff. And <laughs> I used nice. that for, like, two days. <laughs> and then eventually he just kept on building it. But, yeah, it's uh, come a long way. It's like So it cost like less than 1500 for all that? Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right let's get into our no. next current event yeah we'll, we'll <laughs> get to we can just <laughs> move on we're pretty good at derailing things <laughs> yeah so are we don't worry you I don't joined know. the right you guys, make, you guys are making me feel bad about myself on my drum set my <laughs> hey we don't mean that we don't mean that all right <laughs> you want me to read this one yeah read this and we'll show a little video clip here all right, so this says, headlines say, man uses folding chair to rescue deer stuck atop a, a wooden yeah, fence. Yeah, yeah. Leanne Rawls sharing this photo of a deer stuck in a fence in Seattle. <laughs> Leanne thinks he was just trying to jump oh, fences God. and couldn't quite He's just, he's just chilling. Poor little thing. Looks like he got a little a little helping hand there and uh, managed to get free thanks to Ruthie yeah, Linsparks for yeah. sharing the video. Well, this says that yeah, looked like he scorpioned a little on so, that landing. <laughs> if, but, you got, if you guys came across that deer, would you kill it and just take the meat, or would you help it? Oh, I'd help that deer. <laughs> I don't know, man. That thing just like broke my fence trying to hop over it. I think <laughs> I tried to, uh, to get my, one back on him. My great great aunt had like a pet deer or something. 
It was funny. I don't know. There's pictures of her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, there's pictures of her and this deer with a scarf on it. They, like, put, like, some kind of, like, collar on it so that no one would no, shoot dude. it. No. Dude, it got shot. <laughs> oh, should have put, put a tag on it, I guess. Tag on it, yeah, apparently. Just tag oh, it all Reminds me of that video with the squirrel that gets its nuts stuck in the fence. Oh, that's got I don't know if I've seen that one. I haven't been searching that shit. That's a good one, too. (laughs) I don't know if I'd go out of your way for it. Dude, that squirrel's got to have some pretty big nuts to get them stuck in the fence, though, right? (laughs) That's what I'm saying. (laughs) All right. A little bit more than just hibernation. (laughs) (laughs) Moving on. We got the world's longest car restored measures over 100 feet long. I don't know if you guys can see this, but I think counting, it looks like this thing has like 22 tires. <laughs> well, <Wow. laughs> yeah. And maybe 30 windows. So that's, right I don't there. know. That's, you guys that's could a, perform right in there, dude. <laughs> That'd be yeah. perfect. You put a lot of bunnies in I that car. I was a turning radius yeah. on that. <laughs> yeah, the turning turning radius is wide left turns. And... Oh, I didn't even think about the <laughs> yeah. turning radius. Just wide left. You know, yeah. Daytona 500s, all you can do with it. <laughs> oh my god, dude! You guys could switch lanes. You guys could be pulling up to shows in this bad, Larry. You know that thing is <laughs> sick. Uh, it says a restored version of the world's longest yeah. car broke its own Guinness World Record. It officially measured at a hundred feet and one and a half inches long. They had to Yeah, they had to add the one and a half. That's what broke the record, probably. Uh, <laughs> just added a couple extra layers Oops. of chrome on the bumper. Yeah. Just get that extra inch. Painted a couple more times. Uh, uh, all right, flying through these. We got Mount Everest climbers hold world's highest tea party. So this is what we got to do with the job done. We, we got to go climb Mount beer Everett. pong, beer pong table, right? Yeah. The world's highest beer pong game. That'd be lit. <laughs> <laughs> An adventurer from Seattle was awarded another Guinness world record for hosting the world's highest tea party at the height of 21,000 feet above sea level. Oh, they're uh, talking about height, not being stoned. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, they had tea and snacks at the altitude of 21,000 feet on May 5th, 2021. They were preparing to summit the Nepal mountain during the COVID-19 pandemic when he came up with the idea to have the tea party. So is, the, is the record having a tea party at 21,000 feet? Dude, I wonder what the record is for having like a concert at Oh yeah, at Ooh, elevation, we go. bro. Yeah. We yeah. I, don't, I don't know how you guys deal with like cold weather and... We'll go drive Symbols to Don. Like uh, yeah, we'll see. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if you guys have enough like air in in the in the lungs to be able to do that though, because I know I it gets it gets depleted as you get higher and higher. So you might not be able to hit those high notes, you know. <laughs> I can't imagine that'd be very easy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next one we got. Hang on, go up to that. It says Uber adds fuel surcharge amid amid surging gas prices. So I guess this makes sense because with the gas prices raising with all this shit going on in the world. Yeah, what do you guys think about this inflation? How are you guys feeling about that? I mean, it's not a great thing. <laughs> <laughs> are you guys are you guys traveling every day to meet up with each other like far distances or are you guys kind of all 
live close together. I I don't know. Well, all we've done our living arrangements pretty close to each other so that we can, you know. So gas isn't like a huge issue for you guys. I mean, obviously it's a huge issue for a lot of people, but as long as you're not driving like two hours out of the way every day, you know, to, to link up and jam. I think we all go further for our day jobs than we do to Oh yeah. yeah so you like got that. you guys all got um day jobs in and so you meet up at like late at night or when do you guys meet up? Well uh David and I are on third shift, so we'll put in a couple hours before we go to work and then you know when these guys get out. Yeah, we yeah. every so. weekend I mean we're here. Yeah, during the weekdays, like we'll come here for like two hours where me and Brandon get out of work and they're just, you know, getting up. We'll practice for two hours, they're gonna go to work and we go to bed and then we kind of like meet up during the weekdays like that weekday week weekends were like that all day just come here and practice but uh yeah it's uh yeah it's interesting that's for sure because these guys like to stay up way more later than we do on the weekends <laughs> oh, yeah. they're gonna be think yeah. one of their guitars and i'm trying to, you know, go to bed <laughs> it's four in the morning but for them that's oh it's just the evening like right lunchtime like, right it's like, that's lunchtime <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh dude no i'm on. on that third shift too so i know that i know what that's like probably the life of the party too aren't you yeah oh yeah dude we i uh, don't on. don't gas him up too much bro <laughs> I, <don't>, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I guess I, i'm good on questions i think we're good on current events do you guys have any questions for us um i should, I should probably talk in the microphone I'm trying to think here you guys got anything while i'm thinking well how long have you guys been doing the podcast uh i believe since december so about three months three or four months we're the main thing is for us we're just trying to stay consistent and i mean i'm trying to find a way to relate it to what you guys do we're trying to just stay consistent and make sure we hold ourselves accountable because we know that consistency is key i mean just doing it over and over making sure we do it on saturdays even if we don't want to like we just want to put something out there for people to listen to hopefully get a laugh every now and then maybe find something entertaining you know but are you guys still are you guys living in michigan or where you guys where you guys uh b you got it uh, I'm living in Saginaw, Michigan. I'm just an hour away from Detroit, but AJ's living over in New Hampshire, so he's in a whole different state. He's he's doing weird <laughs> shit. If we were if we were in Michigan, we would try to we would try to make a nice little studio like you boys have yourselves. We would try to figure something out, build something, whatever we had to do, and meet up each time. Because the only reason we're doing the Zoom calls is because we're so far away, you know. Oh yeah. So. Oh, yeah. That's but, the beauty exactly. of all the Zoom and stuff. Yeah, yeah, it is the beauty. But I actually have a question for you guys. What is what is your goal when you guys look at like the big future of your band and everything? What are you guys visualizing? What are you guys seeing? Go big or go home. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah. So what what's going big? Oh, we want to fucking go to the top of this thing and biggest thing is making the music. I will never give up. Yeah, never give up. I like that. Playing music as yeah. long as we can play music and sustain ourselves doing it. I mean, we're, I don't yeah, know we're, if we're it gets any better than that. Every day, I'm just studying up everything and listening to music every day, just 
getting down with everything. Yeah, once we got started and it's like a drug and you can't really stop. Anything. Dude, that's exactly how it is for us too. Like, yeah. And that's what no. we want to help you guys with is the following, you know. We want to right. we want to get you guys booked up because I've seen Zach perform just personally at like a Halloween. I don't know what I was doing, but I was at your house and I was watching Zach perform like a long <laughs> oh, time ago and I was like, I know oh, yeah. I know I know there's stuff there, you know. I know there's talent. Oh man. That's awesome. I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. No, dude. And uh, I, I know Brendan. I know Brendan's a grinder because me and him used to go to the skate park and stuff. So I know that. Yo, Brendan, speaking speaking of something that's just been resonating in my head since fucking tenth grade or eleven or I don't even know what grade. But when I remember you used to beatbox in class a lot, and you would just tell I I asked you questions like like how do you how do you make those noises, bro? And you would just say boots and cats and boots and cats and and then it would go boots and cats. yeah dude that that for some for some reason has just lived in my head rent free for as long as i fucking can remember it, it'll never leave that just resonated with me for some reason i don't know i had to say that to you you know i love it man yeah that's how it all started for me too i my brother told me that he's like i oh, just start saying boots and cats I'm like, yeah yeah i started doing it that was like the beginning of my music career right there yeah I dude high school fuck yeah dude and i actually uh i bought a cheap drum set you know before i started getting really hot and heavy with bass guitar and i i was playing drums and stuff and that kind of helped me with drumming because i already knew how to how to make a beat and stuff it was just yeah like yeah then i realized that's way better than i can ever be at drums <laughs> yeah that, that was an interesting switch because for a bit there i actually didn't have a drum set there was yeah. a couple years in there that i stopped of it and really? then yeah and then i was because we all kind of hung out and stuff and we were seeing each other at parties and stuff and we had a big friend group in high school and stuff so it'd be like a party going on and Brian be like hey check out this drum set and i'm like oh, <laughs> what do you mean i guess so then we started kind of tinkering again then now the drum set has become replaced with the white knight so we used to be really nice good <laughs> nice too <laughs> do you guys i got a question do you guys ever like switch it up like is zach on the drums matt playing lead guitar like how do you guys ever switch anything uh yeah only when we write songs about each other <laughs> <laughs> depends on how late you run into practice you'll get a song written about you yeah uh, that's good oh dude no, AJ, not really aj you know what we should talk to them about dude we should um we should get a bunker oh if you guys could create a one minute melody for a bunker boy intro we would we would pay some good money yeah, and we'll plug right. that shit oh. on every fucking episode too. Like that'll that'll be <laughs> we our. Should do that. We should do that on this one. We should make something up. Yeah. Right now. <laughs> Not right now, oh, but after this. Honestly. Right on. Yeah, we'll throw you a wad of cash or something and if you guys make something. And every episode, we'd be promoting you. You know. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I mean, it's about helping each other. We're trying to push you guys, you know? We want we want to see you guys fucking thrive. I want to see you guys blow up. Me too, dude. Yeah, yeah man. We, we want to see the same for you guys. Yeah, absolutely. Appreciate it. It's cool it. that you guys you know, are 
trying to you know going for that like it's awesome yeah yeah dude that's what we like I, about you guys so like i just i feel the energy it just feels like yeah nothing but positivity it's nice to see that yeah oh Absolutely. yeah but yeah, um around here. <laughs> yeah but i guess i guess we can call it there i mean i don't know if you're good aj yeah i'm all set i i just appreciate you guys taking the time to set up all your your fucking chairs and your mics and everything it's it's not overlooked, you know. We we like the fact that you guys took the time to get everything set up. You guys look fucking dope in the screenshot that we that I'm looking at right now. Yeah, it looks sick. <laughs> I just want to I want to thank you guys for saying yes and joining us on the podcast. We appreciate it. And and also yeah. being so easy to work with, you know. You guys are yeah. really easy to work with, so. That's the best way to we do it. You having us on your show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Thank anytime, you. man. Yeah, maybe hey, uh, maybe we'll update again when we get that album out or something. Yeah, maybe Fuck we'll yeah, when, guys. when you guys get that album out, we'll push it, and if you guys give us permission, we'll jam out to a couple songs and give our reactions. Yeah, cool. dude. Oh, yeah. Cool. Do you guys yeah. one one last thing? Do you guys have any like specific kind of date you're shooting for on that, or is it just when it happens, it happens? Uh, we don't have a specific date, but I can tell you, uh, we're pushing hard to have this out by before the end of the year right on right on perfect well thank you boys thank you boys again and we hope everything fucking goes spectacular for you guys because i've listened to a little bit of some of the clips you guys have posted i was trying to do a little research and find your guys's music on your website and shit but for the most part, you guys can do shit that I can't do, and that's that's respect. It sounds good, so keep fucking hammering down. Thanks, Thanks man. man. Yeah, appreciate it. Yeah, All right, love you, boys. Love you, boys. Yeah, love you guys, love man. You. Thanks for having us. And that was our guest, Driving Dawn. What would you think, buddy? We had Driving Dawn on the podcast. <laughs> uh, 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 uh. Yeah. Uh, 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 that was driving uh, down. Uh, now we sitting uh, here. Uh, it went, it went, putting on uh, for our people uh, in the Bunker uh, Boy crew. Uh, on the Bunker uh, Boy army. Uh, 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 yeah. But this ain't no pharmacy. Uh, uh, no. This ain't no pharmacy. Alright. Alright, yeah, that was that was a great time talking to those boys. I haven't talked to Zach or Brendan and I don't even know how long. And then David and Matt, I've never met them. I don't know if you've met them, but no, it was I just great. Met him. I just met him. I wish we could have got David a little better on the audio, but we apologize, David. Oh. There was a couple audio issues, but that's, that's what happens when you're just trying to throw shit together. You know, that's it's... when you're working in the podcast industry, you know, just, yep. it just happens, brother. For the most part, we, we were able to pick up what they put down and that's all that fucking matters. So again, from the bunker boys podcast to driving dawn, we thank you guys. So God bless. God bless. And if you're listening to this, definitely check them out. Give them a follow fucking just follow them figure out what you uh what you're into if you like what they're playing then fucking ride with them you know yeah but yeah i thought it was i thought it was a great little interview it was dude what do you think of their set though dude their set their set looked legit and professional and 
I'm sure they fucking jam out in there. You know, oh. it looks, it looks like they just, Hey, we're gonna, let's go hit this studio, you know? And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and they fucking Matt starts jamming on those drums and the rest of them just kind of follow in. I don't know how it works, but that's what I assume that happens. Hey, let's go hit this studio. Let's know? go hit that studio. <laughs> <you know? laughs> uh, <laughs> but dude, we were talking earlier this week. You, you called me on the phone and uh, you brought to my attention that being in an elevator is kind of an interesting scenario. You know, there's a lot of, a lot of things you can take away from being in an elevator. Mm -hmm. What do you, what do you, what are your thoughts on that? Elevator space, right? (laughs) Yeah. The space in the elevator when you're actually, when you're in the cart, when you're moving from floor to floor. Yes. First off, elevator space is crucial. Now elevator space can represent a lot of things. Elevator space can represent discomfort, which I think it does. Now, when you're in an elevator, let's say it's you and one other person. Are you talking to them or are you only talking to them if it's more than one person? I think when you're in a scenario when there's, it's like a two-on-one type of deal, maybe even a three-on-one scenario, I leave that. Four people total? Yeah, exactly. I leave that one person alone. Because it almost feels like feels like when you're in an elevator and those doors close, it feels like you have to be silent. Like mm-hmm. you're you're using a level one voice. Yeah, no, it feels like a moment of silence for like something bad happening. And know? when you're on that three to one scenario, those three people, it almost always feels like you have to whisper what you're saying. I don't it just is a weird feeling that you get being in an elevator with someone else with a group of people with a group of people is different because it's like all right who's gonna crack the first joke and kind of make people laugh as we're we're traveling downwards or upwards and whoever hits that first joke you're like all right i did something good bro like i made those people fucking feel good in that little elevator ride yeah i mean I agree with you in a way. I think if it's if it's just you and another human being, you've got to talk. You've got yeah, to it almost like, feels like you have to say you, something. You've got to say, like, yo, how are you doing as a human? Or, like, how is your day going? You know, like, you gotta you got to get real. Because, like, the moment of silence in there is just so real. It, it honestly, it's deafening how awkward it is when you're just in there and you know that there's someone right to your left or your right and you're just both staring at the same fucking doors like yeah, you're just looking at the steel doors and you feel yeah. the elevator shake and you're like yeah. we could we could free fall and die <laughs> together yeah you know like i want to know at least your name before we die together that's how you should look at it it's like you don't know if this elevator is gonna be successful or unsuccessful so you might as well talk to that person right. and be like hey this could be our last ride together Right. I, it's. Do you do you remember the name of an elevator? The typical elevator name. What's the name of it? A typical elevator. Yeah. What's the name of it? Isn't it called like Daisy or something? What is the elevator name? Fucking. No, dude. I don't you know, know what I'm talking about. 
Yeah, the brand name of an elevator? Yeah, hang on. Dude, that's such a crazy question to ask someone. There's no way people are are paying I guess you are paying attention, but No, there's one name for an elevator. So, for those listening right now, we're looking up <laughs> elevator Otis. That's Otis, one, yeah. That's the one I know. Yep. That's exactly it, buddy. So keep but going. I think being in an elevator can honestly strengthen your your personable skills. Otis. You have to say you're in the elevator. It's two of you. It's you and a buddy. And there's a family of maybe three or four that walks on. And they look like they're going to do their own thing. And they're they're trying to obviously get where they're going. You got to crack a little joke. You got to say something like, oh. No what'd one... you say? What'd you say? Oh, nice pants. No, I didn't say. There was a little girl. There was standing... a little girl. And you said, you said girl... I like your pants. No, there's a little girl st- <laughs> standing on the elevator with her family. And I said, hey, I like your shoes. Because she had these no, nice. you said, I like your vans. Vans. That's what I said. Cause I was just going to say she had these nice vans on. They were like dark blue with a nice light blue accent. And I said, Hey, I like your vans. And she kind of giggled a little and she said, thank you. And (laughs) (laughs) I was like, see, that's all I need to do. I'm not trying to make the day for the parents. I want to make the day for the, Oh, thank you. (laughs) But then there's people like you that right when we get off the elevator, you say oh, no. I had to make you her say, laugh, dude. Did you just laugh. say that she, she has nice pants? And I said, dude, no, because that takes it to a way different level. That's, that's a, a way different level. That's a level that I'm not trying to get to. But you were there. <sighs> Anyways, elevator etiquette. People need to just talk to each other. You can't be silent in an elevator. That's my final take on this. Mm, I think you always got to talk to the people, but I think especially when it's one-on-one, you got to talk. Um, but as far as like what I was comparing it to, I think like it's a good comedy barrier, you know, like I think that that's how we should practice is on an elevator. Yeah. You were saying that if we want to practice doing stand up or working on jokes, the best way to do it is to crack it in the elevator. Right in the, right in the Otis box. And just to see if we get a giggle, you know? Because yeah, that... A giggle. You get more no, than a giggle. Depending on the fucking joke you say. It'll be but, a good one if it's coming from me. Oh, yeah, because he's all high and mighty. He's fucking... <laughs> he's comedian Brad. But... <sighs> I, I want to get off this topic, dude. Uh, I think people... Get the pen out of your hand, dude. I think people <laughs> in elevators need to not be afraid to say at least, like, how's your day going? Oh, good. Yeah, yeah me too. Just small talk, dude. Like, you're standing in a fucking five by five, five by three box with people. You might as well say something instead of just five by three. Instead of listening to the fucking floors go ding, ding, you know, bigger than five by three. 
Brad, you're not the elevator manufacturer. They make all different sizes. You no, know, that's a good trade to get into. Elevator manufacturing? No, it's really good. No, just elevator work. I've worked on elevators. I've done the electrical for them. I don't. I don't need to they, be the yeah, person that. It's a whole, it's a whole separate them. trade, though. Yeah, installing elevators is. But how do you think those motherfuckers get power? Well, they get power, but I'm from, talking like being from on this the line mo- in the middle. Yeah. But guess what? Those things ain't going up and down to different floors without one <laughs> one one key thing, bro. That wasn't my point though, dude. Yeah, but that's my point. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck right, your dude. five by three elevator cart. Alright, dude. Fuck it, I guess. Damn. I had I had something else to say though. So my girlfriend Savannah is currently going through class to be an esthetician esthetician yeah i think that's how you say it and she had to volunteer the other day to get completely naked in front of her class and get waxed in front of her class how do you think you would do in that scenario were you would you be so good would you no not in the scenario of watching someone else get waxed i would get hard dude would you be the person to volunteer and get up there and be like, yeah, yeah you, you can wax my grundle. You can wax yeah. my butt. You can do whatever. Mm-hmm. I would be that guy. I would have my hand raised high. That's for sure. I want to hear people's opinions. Of on on your, your genitalia? And on your... everything I have. Okay. So I was telling you earlier that in order to wax the old, the old rump, the butt, the butt. That's called area. sugaring. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> That's called sugar. <laughs> You know, you know that, right? So when they go to wax your butthole, bro, they go to sugar your butthole. When they go to sugar your butthole, and they lay you on your back and grab both your ankles, I and sit then... there and I go, hmm. "No, dude, you know what you do? You go. Actually, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I want to get this part waxed because it's gonna because <laughs> it's gonna hurt. <laughs> no, I, I don't sit, know. I sit there and just go." Hmm. <laughs> you know and then as they're feeling around there and i feel the i feel the dingleberries getting lifted off i'm just like hmm. well there should be no dingleberries right because you i feel like we've talked about this before you are someone that wraps the toilet paper around their hands but multiple that's not, times that's not that's not what that question the question is how you clean it in the shower how do you clean it in the shower Go. Yeah, you have to use a fucking loofah. Loofah. Yeah, dude, I use my hands. I get right in there. I'm like, all right, I'm going to get mm. in every crack, every crevice. Because guess what? And you go deep? Because guess what? You go deep. I'm in the shower, so I'm getting <laughs> clean no matter what. So if my hands are in my fucking ass, cleaning my ass, guess what I do? I put my hands right up in that shower head and I go, all right. So- Wait, I no, go, no, all right, no. it's clean now. You squirt some soap on your hands and then you go. Yep, I go right in there. See, that's a little too like. I don't go in my much. ass. I don't go in the hole, Brad. But you can with the loofah is what I'm saying. Cause no, you can't go in the you hole. Can just, you can just grab, you go like this, and then you can just. There's no in the hole action that you should be doing ever. Some dude. of the loofah, like, it, I'm just saying you can get a little more comfortable with it. Dude, there's no reason that you should be loofahing in your ass, bro. There's no. But if the loofah makes it in, you know what I'm saying? Like some days, 
Some days sometimes blockade. Okay, sometimes it goes over that wall and gets in. I get what you're saying. But see, I'm trying to just clean the surface. I'm not trying to clean the inner. Technically, which is what I'm trying to do, too. But, and then on the way out of the shower, you dry off and then. You Yo, I'm gonna paper. say, I'm gonna say something that might be controversial, but you can't be afraid of your own hole, bro. You can't be I'm afraid. Not. You can't be afraid to touch your own hole and clean that hole because guess what? The cleaner the hole, the better aware, the lifestyle you live. I'm aware of all my holes. Trust me, <laughs> I got. I got one here, two on my nose, two on my ears, and one in my ass. No, you got one more. Belly button. That's also a hole, but then you got one. Your penis anyway, hole. Any, yeah. <laughs> anyway, we're not going to go into that depth. But Mine's it. I'm saying you don't need a loofah to clean yourself. That's just an extra thing that they want you to pay for. So that's six holes. Yeah, you got six holes on you, bro. That's the name of the episode. We got six six holes. Six holes and driving down. But (laughs) (laughs) driving down down six holes. Dude, we gotta get off this combo because I don't like I don't like thinking about cleaning my ass that long, you know? Here, let me let me shift to something. Shift it. Um shift it. Can I tell you something I've been working on? If it's not something that's gonna make me angry, yeah. No, so my my ankle finally got healed, so I can do some more movement. And I've been working on my knee muscles, and like what I've been hearing is walking backwards is really good for your knee muscles. I just want to recommend that to people and you especially. Walking backwards is a good thing. Okay, so when I enter a building or an establishment, I should walk in backwards. No, but like let's say you're working the electric drill, you know. Let's say you just <laughs> the electric drill. Yeah. <laughs> let's say uh let's say, Dude, I let's say beat maybe you up. let's say maybe you change the battery on the drill and you're walking back to the hole you're trying to drill, you know you got a drill bit in. Yeah. Walk back walk walk backwards to it, buddy. Yo, you wanna know why I'm never gonna do that? <laughs> why? <laughs> <laughs> because that makes you look fucking utterly stupid. But who cares how you look when you feel the best? I I don't think me walking forwards towards what hole I have to drill compared to me walking backwards is going to, that's not going to change it. It. I thought it was when you're doing backwards movements, you need to be putting like tension on those muscles well, that's to what work. You when you walk, when you put weight on a leg, that's putting tension on the knee. You want to know something that I was always better than you at? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do. You know, matter of fact, I do, because there's nothing. There's nothing. <laughs> I was always, uh, when we were cornerbacks in football and we were dropping back I on was a receiver, the best at a I was way quicker than you at backpedaling and going backwards, bro. No, you weren't. No, you weren't. I don't know, dude. I thought I, I, I could run I could run fast. just as fast backwards as I could run forwards. When it comes to cornerback or any defensive position, I'm way better than you. I'm like I an don't elevated know. level. I guess I guess if you want to, if people listening want to go check the huddle uh, practices, because I mm. I don't know if those are still no, on there. No, next but... next guest will have a football coach on. We'll get the real truth. No, next guest is not going to be a football coach because we have someone in plan. But I'm afraid if we do well, get a football coach, I mean. you know if we I do mean. get a football coach on here, I'm afraid that they're going to be like, yeah, I mean AJ was just kind of out hustling you in every aspect. Dude. 
They know <laughs> what I was about, though. That's what I'm saying. They're going to tell yeah. you the truth. They're going to tell you the truth. And when you hear it, you're going to say, shit, why did I even want to do this? You're going to say, shit. I don't know. My hip mobility was insane compared to yours, dude. Mm. You have those hips of a tree. I have those oh, hips see, of like a ballerina. I don't go wrong anywhere because I see it with my eyes. I see, oh, that guy's got, he's got to lube up those fucking joints in his hip. I explode. I explode, brother. You know, I'm good at exploding. When I look at you, I don't think of explosion. I think of bearing down and like. <laughs> you think of me driving down? Stand in a base. Yeah. Like keeping your base sturdy. I don't know. Were you ever able to even touch the net on a basketball hoop? Oh, so that's where you want to go. You want to go there, huh? You know how good I was at basketball, huh? Nah, no, good you, I good is like, an overstatement. Hey, bro. hey, you ain't touching that net on me. I'm on oh, you like Brad. glue. Oh, Brad, I'm throwing it off the backboard, and then I'm windmill dunking yeah, right. into that thing, You're dude. too long and lanky. You're slow. You just helped my argument. I'm long and lanky. My arms can reach... You're slow. Unpreposterous You're lengths, bro. You're predictable. I'm predictable, but I hit shots in the clutch moment. <laughs> yeah, you never want a 1v1 with me. <laughs> no way. All right, bro. Just, just fucking say something that'll make me. All right, sports picks. We're gonna get yeah. this done. Say something that'll make we got, me. We uh, got, we got four, we got four picks today. We got four picks today. We're going all MMA today. Um. Let's see what we got today. So we have a UFC fight night going on tonight. We're going to start with Drew Dober, negative 162 versus Terrence McKinney, plus 136. Who you got? I'm going to go Bradley, 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 Bradley. I'm going to go Drew Dober. You're going Drew Dober? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to go... This is a tough one because Terrence McKinney's a problem. But right. he, he, what is it, one week or two week notice? Yeah. Okay. So I will go Terrence McKinney just for the fun of it, okay? Yeah. So let me take TM at plus 136. All right, let's get to our next one. We got Alex Caceres versus Sodiq Youssef. What, you th- what are you thinking, buddy? Obviously, I I like Sadiq. Yeah. Yep. I like Super Sadiq Yusuf. And he is at negative two fifty. And actually, I will ride with you on this one. All right. Yep. All right, negative two fifty. And then we got two more. Two more. We got Song Yadong versus Marlon Marais. It's Yadong song, but. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Better. I'm gonna go Marlin on this one. Go Marlin. You going MM? All right. Yep. And he is at plus two twenty. All right, buddy. All right. I'm going. Uh, I lo- I lost in UFC four against against you last night with Marlin, but that was good. We had some good fights last night. Yeah, we did. Okay, I'm gonna go uh, Yadong Song. Um, at negative two seventy. Um, and then we got the main event, Magomad Ankalaev. Holy fuck! Look at that! 
fucking money line, bro. That's yeah, a negative six twenty and plus four sixty. What do you got, bud? I'm gonna go Ankalev. Me too. I'm going Magomed Ankalaev at negative six twenty with you. So we got a difference on two of the, them. Yeah. So we'll end it at that. All right, buddy. Right on, buddy. Give me, give me something that uh, you've been living by this week. Not even this week. Just give me something that maybe hit your, hit your, uh, your frontal cortex. Because I know you, you got know, a big you know, one. You know, it's been at my frontal cortex for like the past two, three weeks. What? Is we're not at war, buddy. Um, I've been seeing some vicious videos of Ukraine and Russia, and I'm just saying. You know, I hear a bunch of people from out of the country saying, like, when they come to America, like, we're just, we're not disciplined or, like, we're not, we're just not, we're not, like, caring towards others like other countries. But it's like, at least we're not in a vicious place like that. I feel like we could change that. I feel like we could change that narrative. We could care for others. I feel like we could look out for others. So, um, if you see a person who needs help, help them out. Help them out if you can help them. That's my that's my thing for this week. If you, if you can help them out, help them out because when it comes time to war, I'm helping anybody I see who needs help, you know? I'm not letting anybody behind, especially if you're American. Yeah, most most definitely if you're an American, it's the best time to uh let's unite. It's the best time to help each other out. I mean, these all this inflation that's going on right now is obviously hard for everybody. I, I'm serious, bro. Bringing up the inflation. I'm serious, bro. All this inflation is crazy. If you see someone that's fucking running low on E, maybe throw them a five banger or something. Let them get a gallon of gas because that's all that that's all you can get with five dollars now. You know. You want you want to know my favorite part of the Vegas trip is when we're sitting there eating our burgers at that one place. And your dad's talking to that homeless lady, and he says, "He says, I can't hear you. Can you pull up a little closer?" And she pulls up right next to you, and you yeah, go, she you, sat- and, you, and you go, "This is the worst thing. <laughs> this is the worst thing ever, dude." Because that's a different kind of thing. That's someone that has probably had opportunities to better themselves, but they've taken all the wrong decisions to yeah. fucking. It's a totally different thing when you're when you're homeless and you're I'm not I'm not kidding when you're homeless and you're going up to other people and you're just asking for handouts it's like I I it's not that I don't want to help you out but it's the fact that you've obviously made poor decisions in your life and that I'm not the person that is going to be the one right. that turns no, those around I they, I know you're going to take I know you're going to take my money and you're probably going to fucking not spend it wisely is all I'm going to say. So so they definitely made poor decisions, and that's why they're there. But just the fact that your dad pulled her up right next to you and knew, and we were just munching on delicious burgers in front of her, I knew you were just like, dude, why do you have to do this? Like, you were just... Obviously, the, because That was, was the worst spot that you hate being in the most Because he was fucking... Yeah, exactly. Because she was just trying to preach herself to <laughs> us, like her life story. Yeah. I'm like, bitch, I'm trying to eat this fucking double-double, and I, you're fucking cramping my style. Wait, that's what I'm saying. Let's say a missile hits right next to us right then and there. You're riding for her, and you're helping her out. You're saying, hey, get behind me. Not her. 
Not her. You want to know why? Because she ain't going to help us in this scenario if a missile no, fucking No, you hits. can help her. And that's that's America. I ain't trying to help her because she <laughs> because she fucked up down the road, bro. She she ain't helping herself. Why would I help her? That's not that's, that's not what's cold. happening. That's cold. No, it's I not cold. I can't ride for that. I can't ride it's for that. It's not cold. And you can ride for it because guess what? If there's someone that's showing that like aspiration to fucking get better and that aspiration to help someone out. Yeah, I'll fucking I'll she help does, you out. She does prostitution. The wor- the least you can do is help her out. I ain't helping her out unless she's doing something prostitutiony, you know? Like Oh, if- I feel that, dude. That's- <laughs> let's ride. Let's ride. I like that. All right, let's ride, boy. All right, let's get the fuck out of here. Uh Yeah, this was a great episode. It's great to be back in our home establishments in our in our comfortable feel you know so home studio and eventually down the road we'll fucking buy this crazy fucking setup where we have multiple cameras multiple rooms hopefully like a studio studio but until then we'll keep doing it from our fucking living quarters but it was good seeing you last week man i gotta say that yeah it was good the first thing i wanted to do was just come up and fucking grab you you know be oh like, wait oh. no the first that last thing last thing i want to ask you is when you came up to me and you were like hey man you're looking good did you mean that no i knew it i know dude you're fucking kidding me bro i'm the most generous person the people that i love like i I've, i i want to tell them if they're looking good i don't want to tell them obviously if they're looking bad but i'll say i'll try to find something to dance around that fact but i was like, looking pretty good wasn't i yeah, you were looking really good. <laughs> All right, dude, whatever. Dude, whatever, I told dude. you that you were looking good because I hadn't seen you in a while, and I just wanted to fuck it, just squaring up against you. Oh, like, dude, I would. I was like, "All right, dude." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ankle pick me, bro. Try. <laughs> All right, you ain't dude. doing any of it. All right, let's get out of here. All right, buddy, I love you. I'm gonna take this a shot. Is... You have a shot ready? Yeah, this is another one. This is another one down the. Down Shout out drain. driving Don. Shout out driving Don, baby. That's bamboo right there, baby. That's that vanilla. Shout out Shane Foster. Shout out Tim Roney. I right, love you, dude. Love you, buddy.